Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. I suppose it's because of mass communications, but it seems to me a certain kind of person has passed from the world scene, a vanished breed. The great international personalities in the arts, Caruso and Jenny Lind, F. Scott Fitzgerald and Ernest Hemingway, Garbo and Sarah Bernhardt, and the incomparable entertainers, Edith Piaf, Josephine Baker, Judy Garland, and Lilo Richter. This story is an exercise in nostalgia and international intrigue. Come back with me to 20 years ago. You know my name, but you haven't told me yours. My name? Yeah. And I'd better go with a monograph on that bag, L.R. Well, why not? The name is Laura Roberts. Very nice try, but it won't wash. Suppose we try again and see if this gun won't improve your memory. Our mystery drama, A Phantom Yesterday, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Kim Hunter. It is sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division and Contact, the 12-hour cold capsule. I'll be back shortly with Act One. In 1960, Berlin was a city ravaged by the boundary scar between the West German Republic and its communist counterpart in the East. But the scar had not yet been made permanent by the infamous Berlin Wall. It was a time of seething underground politics, with the neo-Nazis still holding to the hope that through terrorism they could find their way back to power. A sad time for the immortal Lilo, Lilo Richter, to make her first return engagement to her native land, as her agent Mark Dana was expressing it in no uncertain terms. That's crazy, Lilo. Why? Why now? With everything only half set up. Darling, Ma, don't be a wet blanket. Tomorrow I'm in Paris to pick up the recording award. Why not go to Berlin for that limited ten-day engagement? Oh, I can think of a million reasons why not. The city is a powder cake. More than ever since Herr von Schlager has been kidnapped. The club you want to sing at is second rate. Hans Träger is my friend. More than that. If I had a command performance before the Queen of England and he asked me to come sing for him, I would go to Hans. Okay, okay, I get the picture. I know you fought a good fight together, shoulder to shoulder. Don't talk about that. There is no way you can know just how I feel about the Nazis. Oh, no? How many of your relatives were marched to the ovens? My parents were the only Ordanskis who were lucky enough or smart enough to get out on time. I'm sorry, Mark, I'd forgotten. Uh, the war is over, Lilo. With Germany cut in half, and Russia forcing East Germany to build a wall to split it forever, sometimes I wonder. Well, it's nothing for you to get mixed up in. 
That's why I am against this German engagement. Well, I might be too. I might be afraid to go back except for one thing. And what's that? Gil is in Berlin. Uh-huh. I thought that was over. With Gil, it is never over. Yeah, but you split. You haven't seen him in a year. With us, that could be only a day. I don't know. Sometimes I wish you could get married and settle down. Me? I would not be as valuable a property to you, Mark. As a settled married lady, would I? The incomparable Lilo, sex goddess, the woman every man would go mad to possess. Oh. Lilo, the woman every man is in love with, but who loves no single man. Or married one, either. The woman you create. No, 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 not I, not I. The public did that. Well, publicized. Uh, guilty on that count. In more ways than one. What does that mean? But you know, Lilo. Um, but we're not for each other, Mark. It would never work. And it's not what you really want. Uh, okay. But what do you really want? That's simple. Gil Blake. And what, for crying out loud, is to stop you from having him? Gil. You mean he would turn you down? <laughs> the price of being too successful. He just wants me, not the puffed-up glamour queen the public sees. And you will not settle for that. Well, I might. I will, if ever I think it will work. You see, Gil has to shake the wanderlust off his shoes first. In the meantime, we'll take... We'll both take what life offers us. And Gil Blake is in Berlin. Of course. Wherever a major international story is breaking, that's where Gil is. Well, what's he doing there? Making enough money to pay his losses at Monte Carlo. All right, Lilo. We'll book it. But I am coming with you. Oh, no, Mark. Forgive me. But when I catch up with Gil again, I want... I must be alone. His name is Gil Blake. He writes adventure and spy stories, or lives them. <laughs> Readers buy his spy stories, psychologists say, because they want to identify themselves with the hero. To dream of living dangerously, if vicariously. To be in the center of high adventure is not what it is cracked up to be. Danger, yes. But most of it is tedious and exhausting. Like my old days in the underground in Germany, when to be anything but a Nazi was to expect torture and death. But the real Gil Blake is something else again. My man, my Gil, in spite of all of our quarrels and separations, I have no doubts about calling him as I do now. From Paris to West Berlin. Hello. Hello, Lilo. Yes, Gil. I'm coming to Berlin. When? Tomorrow for ten days. I sing at the Odeon. Uh, where are you staying? Uh, that's up to you, wouldn't you say? Well, not here with me. Oh? I mean, the town is jammed, and this place is, is forget it. Where? The Wagner. Good Lord. Is that still standing? <laughs> Barely. Look, give, give me a chance to rustle up something better if I can find the time. Why not? Well, I'm sitting on top of a powder keg of a story. It has to do with von Schlager and a sickening new movement here in Berlin. What? I can't talk over the phone. Look, what uh, what flight? Where do I meet you? I get to Berlin a little afternoon. But forget that. I must go straight to rehearsal for the opening tomorrow night. Why don't you concentrate on finishing your story, and as soon as I'm free, I'll come to you. You still love me? 
At this moment, with all my heart. At this moment? What about the others? Leela, where have you been since I left you? What have you been doing? No questions. I will answer them all tomorrow night when we are together. How? How else? From this woman who loves you. You will come to my opening at the Odeon, and I will sing a special song just for you. Look, Lilo, promise me that... Tomorrow in Berlin, darling. Everything. Tomorrow is a day just filled with promise. Oh, free the same. I could have taken an early morning train, but I preferred the train. I could catch up on my sleep, except that I didn't sleep. I was aware of so many things. Coming back again to Berlin, freely, open. No longer having to bottle up the feelings that at 17 I'd had to do. Next morning, my first step was to take a cab from the station directly to the Odeon in rehearsal. All right, boys, take a break. Ah, wonderful, little Lilo, as always. Uh, thank you, Hans. The orchestra sounds great. Like you. <laughs> but why this corny old song? I don't even remember the title. But my baby comes home. <laughs> Sentimental reasons. I want to sing it for someone special who will be here for the opening. Oh, Bill Blake. Yes. Still him, huh? Always him. Oh, I am jealous. No need to be. My heart is yours always. As the comrade. Oh, incredible days. Can you imagine that when we talked then, we had guns in our hands and grenades at our belts? And belonged totally to each other. As you said, as comrades, you could have my life. Still can, but not my heart, Hans. No, no, I know, I know. But just seeing you again. <laughs> Let me ask, anything else you want to go over? None, Danka. If ever you want anything from me, just remember the old password. What password? The Melchkin. <laughs> that isn't a password. It's what you call me, and I resent it. <laughs> you should now. Uh, but you were a little overweight at 17. I was. Some sounds at times. You grew into it. I envy that lucky man, and I hate him. <laughs> Is he here in Berlin? Yes, I'm going to him now. Can I leave my baggage and pick it up later? You have only to ask me anything, and it's yours. I'll whistle and I'll come. Oh, dear Hans. Mm-hmm. The kiss of death. Dear Hans. Go, go, go find the man you love. My heart is in my mouth. Childish for a woman of my years and my experience, but that's what Gil has always been able to do to me. I'm on my way to a grubby old hotel in a forgotten district in Berlin where he's finishing an article. But when that is finished, and I pray that already the last page is out of the typewriter, life will begin again. I walk down the hall of the somber old Hotel Wagner, dimly lit, uncarpeted, heavy with the faint but acrid smell of old dust. The doors are dark. The paint is drying and beginning to peel. The numbers are faded. 21, 22. 
and here is his door, number 24. Behind it, I can hear the click of his typewriter, and in the stillness, I can almost hear the pulse beating in my throat. Will, oh, in a moment, we will be together again. I was looking for Mr. Gil Blake. I was told this was his room. Mm-hmm. Well, who told you? Downstairs, the desk. Are you a friend of Gil Blake's? Well, I... Uh, no, no. I, I must have made a mistake. No, 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 now, don't, don't run away. I'm just asking a simple question. You know Gil Blake? Well, I've never actually met a him, but... correction, beautiful. You just did. Now, won't you step in? Why? Well, simple. You're looking at him. Me. The name is Gil Blake. I went into that room because I knew instinctively I had no choice. There was danger there. All the old forgotten reflexes sent off a warning buzzer in the back of my head. Behind the man, I could see a robe thrown carelessly on the bed. A typewriter with a sheet folded in the platen. A battered hat I knew only too well. Everything in that room belonged to Gil. Except this big man with the unbelievably light blonde hair and the deep, slow, drawling voice that claimed his name. Wherever he was, he was most assuredly not Gil Blake. I suppose this is a moment when a purist could complain. Why did she go into the room? I can't answer that question because... Like the purest and all of you who live a reasonably safe, uncomplicated existence, your reflex actions are not conditioned by the long background of someone who lived through the war years. All of which, I hope, will be reasonably explained when I return shortly with Act Two. Most of you, I'm sure, like me, have grown up a world that didn't pose much more danger than the automobile or some distant fear of an atomic holocaust. We're simply not adapted to hazard. But people like Lilo Richter and others of her generation and background grew up with trigger impulses and instinctive reactions to terror that are as primitive as a wild animal. Reactions, incidentally, that are neither false nor premature. I walked past the big man who held the door open for me, into the room that should have been Gil's, the room that held every physical evidence of his presence except Gil himself. I thought I could scream for help, I could run, I could get away, but I knew I was lying to myself. Old instincts from the underground years rang alarm bells to tell me I couldn't, that I had walked into a trap from which I couldn't escape. The best I could do was maneuver, play for time. For a much bigger stake than my safety, for Gil's life, or any hope of ever seeing him again. And the door closed behind me. So, you are Gil Blake? That's right, ma'am. Are you surprised? What makes you think so? Just something in the way you looked. My looks don't please you? <laughs> no, you, you know better than that, ma'am. Uh, you want to sit down? I, 
I'll clear this chair. Oh, don't bother. I'll sit on the bed. Cigarette? Thanks. You smoke German cigarettes? Why? Yeah, yeah. When in Rome? Well, anyway, American cigarettes are not that easy to come by. I should have offered you one of mine. Well, next time around. Well, now, getting back to the matter of looks, how come you look so surprised when you met me? Oh, that's easy to answer. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Well, why? Well, you're a writer, or so I was told. That's right. Uh, so? I had a different picture of writers. Small, round-shouldered, like mice with glasses. Sensitive, pale, wispy. Not so... Not so physical. <laughs> Is that bad, the man? No, not bad. Not bad at all. Just what did you want with Gilbert? Uh, just what did you want with me? Uh, I sing at nightclubs. I'm opening a new act. I was told that you were a writer who might do some special material for me. Someone who might help me. When do you open? Tonight. What club? The Odeon. When did you arrive in Berlin? Uh, this morning. That's so. Where are you staying? Oh, my baggage is still at the club. I left it there after the rehearsal today till I could make sure of my... my reservation. I really should be going to make arrangements. Now, 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 what's your hurry, baby? You've got time. Wasn't there that little matter of something you wanted from me? A little help? Now, what kind of help? I told you, new material. Uh, look, why don't you come to the club as my guest tonight? Hear me sing, watch me work, and then we can meet afterwards. Sounds like a big evening. Well, we'll make it just that. Is it a deal? Yeah, you're on. It's a deal. Then uh, you'll excuse me if I duck out? Okay, by me. All right, till tonight, then. Sure, sure. Oh, uh, by the way. Yes? You know my name, but, uh... You haven't told me yours. My name? Mm-hmm, that's right, the name. And it had better go with the monogram on that bag of yours, L.R. Of course. Why shouldn't it? The name is Laura Roberts. Nice try. But it won't wash. You just stay put and don't make any sudden moves. Why the that? Little precaution. Don't think I wouldn't use it if I had to. You'll notice the silence. Oh, is that what it is? I'll be quiet as a mouse, Gil Blake. Fun and games are over, Lilo Richter. You know as well as I do that I'm not Gil Blake. You knew it the minute I opened the door. How did you know my name? Oh, now, you got to be kidding. Who would not recognize you? <laughs> the price of fame. I thought I might be lucky. Uh, not this time. Where's Gil? What have you done with him? Nothing. Yet. As you're going to find out for yourself, you and me are going to join him right now. Where? Patience, lady, patience. I'm, I'm going to make a little phone call before we go. To Gil? No, no, no. To my insurance company. Just, just a short message. And if you and me don't arrive where we're headed inside, well, inside a certain time limit, we won't be able to join your boyfriend anymore. Yeah, Blake will not be around to welcome anyone. Verstehen Sie? You're a German. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
American-born, but... Uh... Oh, uh, here, Garlighter. Uh, here is your first. As he spoke on the phone, his eyes never left me, and the gun was turned on me steadily. I turned from him, and my eyes fell on the paper in the typewriter, the words he'd been typing when I first heard the machine through the door on my arrival. As I read them, I could feel them burn into my brain. To whoever it may concern, when you find this, I shall be dead by my own hand, for my own reason, which I prefer to keep my secret. Enough that I don't live anymore. And what better proof can I leave you than the body which will have led you to this note? Signed. Mm-hmm. It wasn't signed yet. And just as I finished reading it, my captor finished his phone call. All right. Let's travel. Are you taking me to Gil? Oh, yes, indeed. How could I be sure of that? You can't. But what choice have you got? Advertise the man himself. You and I can wait for later. Okay, oh, Lilo. How did you get trapped in this? Never mind now. Aren't you glad to see me? Under these conditions? No. <sighs> yes. Oh, darling. Oh, Gil. Gil, what are they what have they done to you? Nothing so far. You? How did you get mixed up in it? I came to your hotel room. The big man who just brought me here opened the door and claimed to be you. Oh, it's been so long you couldn't tell the difference? I won't answer that. What did you do? Just walk in? I knew there was trouble. I could smell it. And I had to know what had happened to you. Why didn't you run? I couldn't have. It was like the old days. If you ran up against a storm trooper, the only chance you had was to blast it out. And this big man with the white hair... June. The one who brought me here. Yeah, that's him. He pretended to be you. And I thought if I played along, I could find out what had happened to you. Who is he? A real charm boy. American citizen till the war started. From 1938 on, he was going to organize the South for Hitler. Then Uncle Sam booted him right in his Nazi sympathies and sent him back where he came from. But if he's been a Nazi, why wasn't he arrested after the war? Where has he been since? Crawled into a war with the rest of the vermin. He's a particularly unlovely specimen. So I've been finding out. Why, why are you being detained? What is going on? After you called me last night, I was working on a story I dug up. I had a long piece, background stuff, holding out the carrot, ready for the big revelation. And I chained myself to the typewriter to finish it before you got here. <laughs> but you know me, I ran out of fire. No cigarettes? It was three in the morning, but who cares? Berlin never shuts down, so I, I went out hunting a cabaret, a cafe, anywhere to buy a pack. I got myself lost in this old district. I just checked a sign that said Honigwabestrasse. And when I started to cross the street, this crazy guy in a car nearly knocked me down. Why, you stupid Teutonic cowboy! You know you nearly knocked me on my... Hey, hey, just a minute, Mac. I got something to say to you. I have nothing to say to you. Out of my way. Hey, just, just hold it a minute. Let me blast. Fuck. You have knocked off my hat. Listen, mine here. You nearly knocked me off. But never mind that. All I want to ask is... Hey. Hey, wait a minute. I know you, don't I? Sure, you're... Yes, Carl. Grab him. I got him. No, should I? No, no, not yet. So, you know me, huh? Well, now, now that I get a better look, no, I was, uh... I was mistaken. I could wish that you were. For both our sakes. 
but you are not. And you have recognized me, no? Now, you... You just look like someone, I guess. That is a very bad guess. For you. The driver of the car left us, and your blonde-haired bully boy hustled me inside this house with a gun on my back. For what good it does us, the only thing I noticed was the number. 68. They threw me into this room, and I've been here ever since. And that's the story. But of course it isn't. Not by heart. What's the punchline? Hmm? Oh, darling, don't be dense. The man we recognized. Who is he? <laughs> you ready for this? Try me. Emil Bruckner. never die. But the whole world has been hunting down every rumor that he could possibly be alive. Mm-hmm. And only yours truly found him. But how can you risk being here in that Because he has a nice, easy refuge in the East Half. With the Russians? At the moment, he suits their purposes. To stir up all the trouble this side of the line he can. But he has bigger fish to fry. What? We have a fellow prisoner in the next room. Who? Von Schlager. How do you know? Morse code. Tapped out on the wall. And I know a lot more than that now. What? Von Schlager's being held for $6 million ransom, which will be paid tomorrow night. The money to be used to arm and equip a Nazi terrorist force in Berlin. And as soon as they have it, Bruckner and the rest of his dirty crew will vanish back into the walls. When they uh, vanish, so will Von Schlager? Has to be. Then take him back to East Germany? <laughs> more likely kill him and dump his body in the spray. Emil Bruckner, beast of Buchenwald, and a hundred other Stalags still alive. If we can just get word to the authorities. If we don't, we'll be keeping Von Schlager company in the river. No, no, Lilo. He might get rid of us, but not you. He can't. Why not? You're different. Am I, Gil? So different. And so special. Oh, Lord, when I think it's because of me you've been dragged into this... Ah, beautiful. This man here would like to talk to you. Bruckner. Beast of Buchenwald, murder of children and decency. <laughs> I hope you will have no cause to regret those words, Fräulein Richter. You and Mr. Blake. Emil Bruckner is not a large man. But the menace and the threat he projects make up for his size. His eyes are as hard as agates, cold as steel. The stench of the prison camp still surrounds him. He is a man totally devoid of conscience or pity. I shall return shortly with Act Three. younger people listening to our story have never known the real horror of Nazism. The incredible, unspeakable death camps like Buchenwald and Auschwitz and Bergen-Belsen where innocent and defenseless people were slaughtered, not by the thousands, but by the millions. Inhuman destruction by men so devoid of any feeling that they richly deserved such a term as beast. Men or a man Emil Bruckner. I warn you, Bruckner. I told you to shut up, Blake. Now, don't tempt me. 
I'd just as soon clean up the whole thing right now. Well, it would be a new experience for you, Mr. King, cleaning up. Come on, will you? Have you handled this? Your gold hair girl, I tell you, Brooke. You must forgive yourself, Sir Henrik. Then her Blake, he is impulsive. I have an apology. The room is wired for sound. So I have been listening to your private conversation. An unfortunate occupation for a man of culture, but necessary. Well, I hope you enjoyed what you overheard about yourself. Foolish to pretend I did. I feel we must clear the air. A good idea. It stinks in here. Little will be served by insults. Among people of taste, melodrama is undesirable. And I hope unnecessary. The problem is simple. I have some business here. I need 24 hours. During this time, I must ask you to be my guest. And after that? When I leave, you will be free to leave. If you are not afraid, we will go directly to the authorities. Don't I am back in East Germany. What do I care for authorities here? You know what a manhunt would be started if the world knew you were still alive? No more than already exists when I'm supposed to be dead. It's all too simple. <laughs> Life is always simple, my friend. If you make it so. Oh, there is one little thing Carla Lilo must do for me. What? The help. Blake can drop out of circulation for a few days or even weeks without any hue or cry. Aber sie, Fräulein, that is a different story. You would always be missed. Obviously, if I don't open at the club tonight, I have to be missed. Naturally. But a phone call explaining that, uh, that malady of the throat, perhaps, Preventing you from opening for two more days or so. And if I don't make such a call? The officer has a suicide note, which is still in Herplex typewriter. We can take him there to sign it and leave him in such a condition that he carries it out. Don't let him take you out, Lilo. The note could be extended to include you both. Shall we say, a love pact? But I am sure all this will not be necessary. One phone call, and you are both safe. Eh? I'll make the call. Lilo, it's a trick. I must trust him. You have the number? 524689. Get it, Joseph. Yeah, go ahead, Hello? Hello? Give him a bit of five. I hope I can trust you, Herr no, Ah, you can trust me. I promise you will both be safe. Give her a line of telephone, Joseph. Bring me the extension. Thank you, sir. Hello, Odia. Hans? Yeah? Where is this bitte? This is Brunel's kin. Who? Milo. Oh, what's the matter with your voice? Laryngitis. You? The same old trouble, just like the old days. You know how terrible it was. The old days? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's terrible, Pomerchkin. The same old trouble, Hans. I can't make it tonight to open. Where are you? At the doctor's. Oh, well, how soon? 
Why? I don't know. A few days. Uh, where are you staying? I'm not quite settled. I'll let you know. I don't know what to say. Uh, will you let me know about rehearsal before we open them? Uh, we won't need any. Just use the same routine. Except, as I told you, we'll make a change in the opening number. Uh, just so we both know where we are. I want to do it the way we used to. The old way. The old way? Hans, you know how we did. In the song. Oh, you mean no love, no nothing? Yes. The number is too slow. You want a, a brighter 4-4? Four, four? Uh, make it 6-8. That's just right for the number. Uh, two courses. First in English... Then pick up the last eight bars in German. You know how it goes? My heart's on strike. In fact, it's like an empty... That, that's it. Honeycomb and so on. But that's in German, right? Got it? You got it. Oh, but I'm worried about you. Don't, don't worry about me. Let the doctor and the others do that. I'll see you as soon as I can. Oh, it can't be too soon for me. Oh, it's hell. I'll read a hand. Satisfactory, Herr Bruckner? Beautiful, Fräulein. The little horseless was done splendidly. Oh, such acting. <laughs> well, I have hung up my phone. So may you. I was wondering if I was wrong to trust you. <laughs> but of course you were. I will go make arrangements for my safety. It is an hour before dark. You and her Blake have that much time left. You gave us your word of honor we would be safe. My word? <laughs> As a man of culture, may I give you some other words from a man of honor? Iago in Otello. To be direct and honest is not safe. Well, you... Excuse me, no, you're... I'm afraid that's what Americans would call chomping the gun... Apophia Fraulein, he's merely unconscious. Perhaps not a worse day, spending one's last hour. So you really mean to kill us? Had I any other course? Gil. Gil. Lilo, where are we? What? Oh, Kuhn, he struck me. Are you all right? Oh, yeah, sure. Great shape. Oh, my head. Kim, listen to me. You've got to pull yourself together. They're going to kill us. What? Uh, and Brooklyn. They're only waiting until dark. He said an hour. We only have 15 minutes left. Oh, I don't want to die. Not now. Not when I found you again. I don't want to die either. Help is on the way. Do you understand? What? Wow. We must hold out until then. But first, I, I found the mic behind the picture. Can we disconnect it? Yeah. Right. Easy. <laughs> Lead me to it. Where? Here. Here, behind this picture. There it is. No. Mistake, darling. There it was. Now what? Now we can't be heard. We must barricade the door. The, the desk, maybe. Yeah. Help me drag it over. Does the door open in? Yes. Oh, that's good. I'd hate to waste the effort for nothing. Now... Did you say something about help? I hope it's on the way. Oh, don't tell me the Marines have left it. There. Let's get those chairs and brace them against the desk. What, uh, 
What kind of help? And how? Uh, the phone call to Han. I gave him a message. What message? I didn't hear anything. What is he, psychic? We are old companions from the underground days. Remember I said I was to Melchkin and told him the laryngitis was the same old trouble? Yes. I never had laryngitis in my life. To Melchkin and same old trouble were our passwords for danger. Did he get it? I'm sure he did. But what can he do? He doesn't know where to find us. I hope he understood. With Brooke, listening, I had to be careful. Uh, can we put the tables on the desk? Yes, yes, every little bit helps. But how did you tip him off? That song, our song. What, Baby Comes Home? Yes, I told him I wanted to do it in 6-8. Any musician knows it can't be sung in that tempo. Here. Oh, oh God, this table is heavy. Yeah, wait a minute, I'll, I'll upend it. Remember, you told me the number of this house. That's right, 68. But the street name. Here. Head of the hole. But not for long. How, uh, how would he know the street? <laughs> Remember, I said, pick up the last eight bars. My heart's on strike. In fact, it's like an empty honeycomb. So? But I said in German. And emphasize the last word. Well, I still say, so? Honeycomb in German is Honigwaber. That was the street sign you saw, wasn't it? Y- yes. Honigwaberstrasse. Oh, Lilo, you're not only beautiful and brainy, but you're a honey. If Hans was bright enough to... Open that door! I said open that door, Sarah! Let him sweat. Thank me. I can only wish him a total breakdown. while the applause was still going. They told me Gil had left the hospital. I looked for him at the club, not there. I called his hotel, no answer. I called the police, they hadn't seen him. I jumped in a cab and rushed straight to the hotel. Once again, I walked down the hall of that somber old Hotel Wagner. Dimly lit, uncarpeted, heavy with the faint acrid odor of old dust. The doors are still dark, the paint still dry and peeling. My eye runs over the faded numbers. 21, 22, and here is his door, number 24. Behind it, I can hear the click of typewriter keys. I can feel that pulse in my neck start to beat again. Knock on the door. Well, something I can do for you, beautiful? I was looking for Mr. Gil Blake. You're looking at him, baby. In the flesh? For real this time. Who, uh, who's come a-calling? Um, my present name doesn't matter. Just my future one. Mrs. Gil Blake. Hmm. I'm not even going to invite you in. Before you change your mind, you and me are headed.
heading for the nearest place we can make that legal. I remember the wedding. Half the world wanted to attend it. But the nearest they got was the headlines in the paper. Lilo finds her man, while the rest of us men mourn. cliche, you can't have everything. But the dream was nice while it lasted. I'll be back shortly. Barbara Streisand, Helen Reddy, Lee Ullman, star-studded names, women of distinction, talent, personality. Can they really measure up to Darbo, Dietrich, Lilo Richter? Are these demigoddesses really a vanished breed? Or is it just a luster of memory? I leave you to make your own choices. I know what mine is. Our cast included Kim Hunter, Michael Tolan, Arnold Moss, and Roy Owen. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. A preview of our next tale. Billy! Billy, come back! Oh, I must go after him. Excuse me. Please excuse me. Sadie, I have a sneaking idea that Billy is in love with her. Mm. I've had that idea for some time. Are you for it? How can I be against it? How does she feel about him? I don't know. I don't know where Billy went. What is wrong? Oh, nothing, I'm sure. Well, didn't he like my cooking? Of course he did. We all do. You know, I never see your friend Sangali anymore. Doesn't he come here to play the piano? Sangali? Yes, you know. The, the one who cured my terrible headache that day? Yes, we know. Sangali. Listen, Shirley. Take a tip from me. It's not wise for you to be interested in him. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Contact, the 12-hour cold capsule, and Buick Motor Division. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.